Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me and for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes. Hormone harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK ladies. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the Recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. What a treat. A nighttime edition. A nighttime <laughs> edition. It's Friday night. It is happening oh. up in here. <laughs> it's even 1030, Gretchen. We're up. Oh, my gosh. Listen, <laughs> so that means it's 830 my time. Oh, yeah. Seriously, that is an accomplishment. <laughs> Cheers, clink, clink. I'm drinking. Cheers, some clink, clink. Cabernet. Yeah. I am drinking a red wine blend from the Shadow Ranch. It's called Sheriff. I'm drinking it out of my Sheriff cup to represent. It's very appropriate. 
We discuss a lot about the law on here. We do. Sheriffs and sorts. I played tennis with this lady today. And she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I retired five years ago. And I was like, oh, what did you do when you worked? And she's like, I was an arson investigator. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, that's my jam right there. So she was telling me all kinds of things, but. Like how firemen start fires? Yeah, she was telling me that. Yeah, (laughs) juicy. She called it something. She had like a name for it. Like a pyro cuckoo. A burn buster or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something cool. (laughs) Well, listen, I was feeling a little guilty, to be honest with you, because my husband's been working a lot Mm -hmm. and he's actually home and I've been locked in my room taking care of business. And then I got up to go pour myself a glass of wine and record. And being the amazing wife that I am, I made dinner. We're low carb around here. So I made a zucchini lasagna. Okay. I like that. I thought it was delicious. Yeah. Did he not like it? He's like, I'm like, how was dinner? It was so good, right? (laughs) And he says, you're kidding, right? Oh, no. (laughs) I was like, really? He's like, I like everything you make except for that is not good. Oh, gosh. And you're like, it tastes really good because that 500 calories I've been on for four, 40 Dude, days. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure I am amazing. not really salting anything anymore, though. Right. Mm. So maybe that's it. I don't yeah. Who knows? Whatever. OK, listen, it's amazing that he doesn't like anything. He really is not picky about food. I mean, the guy puts like Thousand Island dressing on spaghetti. I mean, his oh, taste gross. buds are whack. He's one of those people that mixes like all the cereals, and I cannot get behind that. Yeah, I'm not into that. Seriously. Either. Okay. So he's not normally hard to please. But so then I said, like, oh, hey, well, also, I gotta go record him and pour myself a drink. And he's like, okay, you should get on the tequila train like me. And I'm like, no, I think I'm gonna have red wine. And he's like, oh, you're gonna be so bloated. But he's right. <laughs> he is right. I'm like, you know, not feeling so guilty about ditching you tonight. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm kind of okay with it now. I got all the love I can take. The only reason we're recording is because my husband is out of town. So yeah. there's that. Uh, hey, it's homecoming week uh-huh. in the Texas. Okay. And they give these things here called mums. Like the boys give the mom to yeah. the girl. Did yeah, you get the picture? Thing. Did I send it to you? No, but I've heard of this whole thing before. I don't know why. It kind of re-traumatizes me because I just know I would have been that girl that didn't get a fucking okay, mom. Okay, so they had, you know, listen, some girls don't get the moms. If you don't get asked to homecoming, you don't get a mom from a boy. Yeah, that's like, I don't like Let it. me tell you also, the moms are ridiculous like I don't even know what girl would want to put on this big humongous it's a bunch of ribbon right and then yeah some of them have stuff stuck on the ribbon like teddy bears okay one girl yeah, had it so big it was probably twice the size of her and it had like two teddy bears stuck to it like I, I think she looked like you know a build-a-bear factory yeah. Walking down I'm the street. <laughs> I know Kyla one day is going to want one of those mums. And my boys are probably going to have to give some girl a mom and I'm going to have to make it or buy it. And I think they're really expensive. It's a little yeah, bananas. Okay. Con for Texas. 
And that is, yes. And it's yeah. fall. And guess what? The day it hit fall, I'm wearing a sweatshirt because it's... Oh, it rained here today. Oh, no way. Yeah, my damn kids, I took them to their karate class and it starts like a downpour and they're like, mom, where's the umbrellas? Dang. <laughs> I'm like, you ever just look at your kids like, do I have no authority over the way you talk to me at all? Yeah, you don't. Like, really? <laughs> Is it and like Where that? are the umbrellas, mom? They're in the freaking closet because we live in Southern California and it rains like never. We... Okay. It rains all the time here, and I rarely have an umbrella. It does kind of suck, though, because, you know, my kids, they don't have an affection for underwear. It's always a challenge. I mean, I got to triple-check their booties because they will try to not wear it. And, you know, those karate uniforms are white oh, and, the, and rain the rain on them. Okay. I was like, like, where are you going with this? Quick. <laughs> run quick, guys, because <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't always know if you guys, you know, put the put chonies. <laughs> All right, girl. I'm ready for okay. some crime. Want some crime? Okay, Tabby. Today's case is a listener suggestion from Miss Erin Hobgood. Erin, thanks. I know Erin. Of course you do. Erin is like an OG mm-hmm. listener. Yeah. yeah, from the get. So, thanks so much. Okay. So this case made me break one of my rules. It's kids? I will tell you. Is it a kid? Yeah. No, it's not a kid, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you which rule it was at the end. Okay. Oh, she's still missing. I already know. Or it's not solved or something like that. You are. (laughs) You and your ESPN are like such a spoiler. Sorry. I know you. It's uh, it's something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, now everybody else. Spoiler alert. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, today's case is the case of Crystal Rogers of Bardstown, Kentucky. Bardstown is a real cute town. Population around 13,000. It's famous for being on the Bourbon Trail in Kentucky, Mm -hmm. which I would love to do someday. I would too. Yeah, too bad I can't be taking my big, strong boat captain husbands with me because he pukes like a teenage girl. If anything, brown crosses his lips. <laughs> Seriously, thank the Lord he can partake in the tequila. I guess he does. Or I don't do, know like, what we do. Does he ever get that like Inejo tequila that's brown? No. Oh, yeah. Maybe don't try it. Reposado is as dark as we get around okay. here. Yeah, we don't. That's we still don't kind risk of. It. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Blanco is the way to play it safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True story. Okay. Anyways, I th- kind of think he had that coming tonight because he gave me so much shit, as you just heard. Right. Lasagna. So, whatever. Okay. It was good. Okay. Anyways, Crystal Rogers had lived in Bardstown her whole life. She was 35 and had been married from a young age and had four children from that marriage, which did not end up working out. At the moment, she was living with a man named Brooks Hauk, and the two had a child together. The child's name is Eli, and in 2015, when everything took place, he was two years old. So in 2015, here's Crystal. She's like total disco biscuit. 
five she's kids. She's described as being five kids. E- she's described as being really easygoing despite having five kids. You know, she loved being a mom to her kids. I mean, she must have. She had fucking five of them. Yeah. Okay. That's like sainthood to me. It's like my friend Audrey. It's like, oh, totally. Right. Once you, I mean, yeah. You just, if you love them, you love them. Keep popping them out. You love them. You love them. Right. Okay. Her marriage didn't work out, but I mean, she's still young. 35. Yeah, dude. Five kids at and 35. hot. And she's got a new boyfriend. He's like a successful real estate developer. Mm. It looks, I mean, they live together in a nice house. It looks like she's living a real nice life. Okay. But it wasn't as nice as it seemed. She had confided in her mother and sister that she had wanted to leave Brooks, but it was complicated because Crystal was working for him too. Mm. So her mother thinks she was feeling a bit conflicted or trapped about her current relationship situation. Crystal's mother, by the way, is named Sherry Ballard, and she just has the sweetest cadence to her voice. She's just this little tiny woman, and she's just sweet and feisty, and she reminds me of my favorite person, and I do not say that about people. You don't. Dolly, huh? She's just like Dolly. Yeah. Okay. Her mother also says that there was something she never liked about Brooks, the baby daddy that Crystal was thinking of leaving. And that was that he never treated Crystal's other kids as well as he Mm -hmm. did his own. See, I don't like that at all. I know. Okay. She says he even kept their food separate. I mean, (gasps) So ridiculous. Honestly, I hate him already. So I think I mentioned this before. It's like I know a mom or a stepmom here that does the same thing with a little boy. And I just Mm. I can't it it breaks my heart every time I see it. Something about grownups that don't embrace their stepchildren like their own makes my blood boil. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you expect your teachers, right? Your kids' teachers to treat them yes. all the same. So you better be treating them the same if you're a step parent. And that's, you got to think like for a child, that's really hard. It's not, they didn't choose this. No. Yeah. And so there's this too. There had been a recent incident where Brooks was taking away the cell phone of Crystal's teenage daughter and the altercation resulted in the girl's wrist being sprained and CPS did become involved. And at that point, they closed the case. So, I mean, I guess they ruled it like an accident or, you know, like whatever. But still, this incident caused a lot of tension between Crystal's family and Brooks. Obviously, they want to protect their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. But according to her mother and sister, Crystal had looked at an apartment. So they thought, like, it's only a matter of time before she's going to leave him. I will also tell you there are rumors that Crystal was seeing someone on the side. But I never found anything that substantiated those claims. So, I mean, maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. Who can fucking blame her? The guy sounds like an asshole, right? Yeah. But how does she have time to do that? I know. How does she have time? That's why it's like, probably not. So according to Brooks, on Friday, July 3rd, him and Crystal and the toddler Eli were at his family farm right outside of town hanging out. 
Uh, Feeding the cows. I love, yes. I love the name Eli. I know. It's real cute. Yeah, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, they're feeding the cows until midnight. Burning a little fire. And then they went home. So, side note, the detective questioning him, getting, you know, his, his statement, says, that sounds like a weird thing to be doing with a, a toddler staying out that late. I agree. That was my first you know, my little spidey sense went up because a two-year-old midnight. Come on, right? I have partook in feeding some cows, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. got some relatives that have some. <laughs> We've never done it after dark. Right? I don't, I don't think that's when people be feeding the cows. I don't even think the cows. Seems a little strange to me. probably eat after dark. <laughs> They're not sugar gliders. I mean, yeah, right? So, anywho, okay, Brooke says that was normal for them. And then he says after that, they went straight home from the farm and he went to bed and Crystal stayed up in the living room playing games on her phone. And the next morning he woke up and she wasn't there. But the kid was still there. Yeah. He says he wasn't even alarmed that she wasn't there. And he just thought she went to her cousin's house because they had been having some problems And she'd been doing that. Well, the cousin doesn't agree with that statement. Actually, she says in the three years that they had been together, Crystal had come over to her place twice to get away from Brooks. And both times she had the baby with her and she didn't stay the whole night. Dude, you do not leave your kid. No fucking way. No. And he doesn't sound like the kind of dude that you would just leave a kid with. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, despite the fact that my husband complains about my lasagna, I mean, he's a really good dad. And I didn't like leaving him with the kids. Like, Dude, we just talked about this. Like, I didn't let anybody drive Kyla yeah. around until after she was a year. Like, I was so protected. Yeah. So extra. So, yeah. yeah. You don't. You, yeah. 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 So anyways, this cousin thinks it's implausible that Brooks could even think that she would have stayed out all night or even have left him alone with the baby. Everyone knew that Crystal didn't go anywhere without Eli. Well, on July 4th, when Crystal, I mean, hello, it's 4th of July. Okay. Crystal's friends and family couldn't get a hold of her, which was so unlike her. And they couldn't reach Brooks either. And they had a bad feeling. And they were right. Crystal was missing. Crystal's mother filed a police report. And on her way to the police station, she actually passed Brooks and told him, I'm I'm on my way to file a police report. And she says he didn't even seem to care. All he said was something like, well, you do what you got to do. Oh, my God. So she did. Yeah. And shortly after... Crystal's car was found with her purse and her phone in it on the bluegrass highway that runs through town. Her father and brother verified it was her car and it was then given to police. Initial thoughts when the car was found by her family were alarming because it was on the side of the highway and there was a tire that was low And it still had a rusty nail in it, but they said it wouldn't have made any sense for Crystal to stop at this particular dangerous spot on the highway. 
Crystal was very cautious. They said last time she got a flat tire, she drove it like onto the rims to get somewhere safe. Another thing was the seat in the car was not in the position that Crystal drove with it. It was like in a taller. Yeah, like she apparently drove with like the the back part, like all the way back because she put her foot up on the seat part. Like one of her feet. Yeah, I up, do that. Her legs up. Okay. I do that too. But I guess she did it kind of extra. So they just, <laughs> I you guess. Know, okay. Knew it, like right away. And hello, her, her purse. Yeah. You know, and her phone was still there. So they knew, like, this is not a good scenario. It doesn't look like Crystal was the last person to drive her car. Yeah. That's scary. And so they didn't waste any time getting the word out that, you know, something's wrong. Crystal's missing. And they organized search parties. Funny thing about all the searches was there was someone missing. And you probably guess who it was by now. My I only buy food for my own kid, Brooks. Now he's missing? No, but he's not participating in any of the searches for his baby mama. Yeah. No. Hello, sus, right? Yeah. Okay, so he was bound to be questioned by the police after the report was filed. And so he was questioned by the police twice before a taped interview on July 8th. They had to continually question him because he doesn't really give them a straight answer. And they are still trying to put the pieces together. So... He is called into the police station for another interview because obviously, you know, he's like the last person to see her. At this point on July 8th, he'd also been given a polygraph test and the results came back inconclusive. Were they able to get into her phone, like unlock it and look at her text messages and all that? Yes, but that information has never been released. I'm going to tell you about it. So I watched the entire, you know, interview and... Here's the thing. Brooks just doesn't answer the damn questions. And it comes off like this motherfucker is hiding something or he needs some ginkgo biloba stat because his memory is a balls. He doesn't remember anything. He can't remember what he ate, who he saw, where he drove, what he was wearing, you know, anything in the last few days. This is very odd because we're not talking like a month ago. We're talking days. Listen, I don't remember things either. Like, but. But don't you remember everything the day someone went missing or the day there was an accident? Yes. So I do remember that kind of stuff because somebody, because 9-11 just happened, somebody said, I remember exactly where I was and what I was doing when I found out about 9-11. And I also do remember that, right? Um, I remember that whole day. And so, yes, things that are significant, you would remember. He would remember everything Listen, leading up I to agree. it. I agree. Hit the line of questioning and this like kind of prepared vagueness, I would call it, is especially... Um, different because usually even if like someone is covering something up, they have some kind of made up alibi. Yeah. 
But he's not even trying to have an alibi. He's just trying to be like all over the place and no place, you know? Yeah. Feeding cows. Yeah. So he just he just doesn't get it together. Okay. And at the same time, you know, he's just real cocky about it. And then something extra happens at the end of this interview, which gave me some insight into what the hell is with Brooks not answering a question. And that is when he takes a phone call from his brother, Nick, who is a police officer. And does he take this while he's getting interviewed? Like they have it on tape? Yes. I'm going to play it for you. Okay. I'm up up here. I know that you didn't know. I'm up here in this interview with um, the detective, Detective Snow. I've been up here a good little while. I'm, I'm filling out this uh, this statement here and everything. Do, is it? Do, are you telling me that's? Are you telling me that's what I need to do? I know. I, I know. I know. I, I'm not. I know that. But what did I look at it? Is I, I'm innocent. I ain't done nothing wrong. What you know? I know you told me innocent people have got jammed up. But if you're telling me to leave, I'll get up and leave. If you want me, if you want me to, I know I'm going through a lot, but I'm trying to get this guy to help me. I don't think she, I don't think she's ran off with some other guy. I don't, I don't believe that. You can't make me think that. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so, I mean, so, so do I. I'll do exactly what you're telling me to do right now. You want me to get up and leave? Man, I don't think these guys. I don't, I don't think these people have got a vindictive just to, to skin me for no reason. Man, this is not their family. This is not. All right, thank you. He thinks y'all will fuck is what he thinks. I don't know who he is. Nick, my brother. No, I I know it, but I'm not. So that phone call, I think, combined with Brooks' answers, this ruffled a lot of feathers because, hello, you know, police officers are not supposed to interfere with investigations. Yeah, his brother. His brother's like, get out of there. Don't say anything. Get a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. That's stop doing yeah. what you're doing. You don't get that privilege when you're a police officer. Okay. So when Nick made that phone call to his brother, what he ended up doing was inadvertently tie himself into the investigation. The brother. Because they're yeah. yes, because then detectives are like, well, what the hell? What the hell are you behaving like this right. for? Yeah. So they also learned, by the way, of Nick's Nick's boss, that he had offered him time off to assist with the search for Crystal. And Nick just took a pass, said, no, I just assume work is normal. I mean, that's a little odd. Yeah. Not want to help in the search for your, you know, practically sister-in-law. Okay. By the way, Brooks didn't skip a beat either. He'd been conducting business as Maybe usual this, since Crystal went missing too. His brother, yeah, see, I told you, you gotta, you cannot do that. No, no, no. I, I know. Okay, so the part of the puzzle as to why Brooks can't answer a damn question for me snaps into focus when Nick is called down for an interview. And guess what? He can't answer a damn question either. <laughs> Runs in the he family, doesn't huh? know if he's been coming or going <laughs> the last few days. And it gets you thinking. Are they together? Are Nick, they, they, oh, 
Nick being a police officer of the law may be discussed with his brother. Do not give them anything they can tie you to. Do not give them the opportunity to catch you in a lie. Yeah. You know, he's a professional. He knows. And it's true. That's what they do. Yeah. They want to hear you say one thing and then they go, you weren't. Oh, you didn't stop at 7-Eleven. You weren't there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, okay, it is excellent advice for someone who is, say, trying to get away with murder. Just saying. Okay. Well, after Nick's, you know, dynamic interview, he was giving a polygraph and it was not inconclusive like his brother's. It was like 100 percent. Your pants are on fire. Liar, liar, liar. 100 percent deceptive. Oh, yeah. And you would think being a police officer, he'd be better at hiding that. No, nope, not good. So what we know at this point is Crystal's friends and family say there's no possibility that Crystal left the house that night of the third and pulled her car onto the bluegrass highway and got out and was abducted. That just wouldn't have happened. She wouldn't have pulled over on the highway. She wouldn't have left the house without the baby. Okay. We also know there's something fishy about Brooke's reaction and possibly his brother Nick is involved as well. Right. But we don't know how or when or what even happened to Crystal. Brooks was named as a suspect in the case, but not charged with anything. And Nick was fired for interfering with the investigation. As he should be. He also had like a bunch of other write-ups, I guess. I mean, he doesn't sound like a very good police officer. Okay. Okay. They also took Nick's police car and searched it. They alluded while they were interviewing him to finding fluid in the car during the interview, but uh, the test results regarding his car have never been released. So I don't know if they were just yeah, like, making that up. because that's the problem when you have like an investigation that's still ongoing. It's like you yeah. don't get all the details. Yeah. They kept Crystal's phone. Which would be real useful. I mean, right? we got to know what's on it. We do got to know what's on that damn phone. So we still don't know what's on that. They searched her car, but not very well, which is apparently how they roll in Kentucky. Sorry, Kentucky. Dude, it, but it's how do, they roll everywhere. Yeah, maybe so. And live and die in L.A. This girl goes missing in Los Angeles and they take the car They give it back to the parents. It's like there's no investigation hardly at all. Like it's I don't know. I just think that when you have a missing person. I think they see so many people that just run off that. Yes, that's it. Legit missing people slip through the cracks. Yeah, unfortunately, sad. On top of that, due to lack of funding in Kentucky, police can only process 10 items from a crime scene. Which is so bananas. they just have to like, which is bananas. Because it's like a crime scene means like everything is fucking evidence. Yeah. Everything needs to be tested, you think. I mean, right? they usually they take out bags left. and bags and bags of stuff. So in Kentucky, in Kentucky they're like, we'll they just guess at random pants. which items have DNA or prints on them. Oh, my God. Okay. So listen, I think it's no coinky dink that I also read that more than 50% of homicides in Kentucky <gasps> go unsolved. No. In no 
listen to this. In 2019 in Louisville, 65% of homicides went unsolved. So that means in 2019 alone in Louisville, 81 murders were unsolved. Bananas. Yeah. It's like they don't want to solve them. I don't, they don't have the money or the resources. Man. So, I mean, if you live in Kentucky, you could kill somebody and, and it's not, you got a pretty good, you got a 50, 50 shot of getting away (laughs) with it. Good chance. Jesus Christ. Wear gloves. Yeah. Okay. That's all you got to do. Got to do. It's like, and then just say, I don't know. I don't know where I I was. Yep. Yep. Do you own a gun? I don't know. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So two years after Crystal disappeared, the Oxygen Channel sent a journalist and a detective to do a deep dive into Crystal's case. And they did a short series about it. And they actually did a complete processing. The Oxygen Channel has more money than the state of Kentucky. They did a complete processing job on Crystal's car, but Ugh, it didn't lead to anything. You know why they are allowed they are allowed to do that is because they return the car to the owner. Yeah, because they return the car. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same as with this girl that went missing in California. They just give the car back to the parents and then you know, do what you want with the That's car. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully they still had it. Okay. But okay, so there is another car that is linked to Crystal's disappearance. Some people reported seeing a white Oldsmobile next to Crystal's car on the highway. Mm. Guess who had a white Oldsmobile? The boyfriend. Nick and <gasps> Brooke's grandma. Oh, grandma. Gra- they're dragging the grandma into this shit, okay? Well, when the police got all the tips about the white Oldsmobile, they asked to search the grandma's car, and eventually they did. But it took a minute, because guess what? Grandma sold her car oh, the week of Crystal disappeared. Oh, no, she did not. Uh-huh. Yeah, she did. Yeah. What are the chances that Grandma really needed to sell that Oldsmobile that same week? What Grandma decides to... Grandma drives that Oldsmobile into the grave. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Right? Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provided 
provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Okay. Well, the oxygen channel also processed that car, but I don't, no results oh, have ever on. been released. How long ago, like how long until it was like a couple yeah. years ago, but they've never been they don't releasing public shit. Okay. But like so you get the they got the car a couple years after it happened or a year after it happened or whatever. Know. You know, like it's been clean, detailed, all that shit. They're not yeah, finding you know anything. It, right? Yeah. So all roads in this case seem to be dead ends. The Hauk's family properties were searched as well as a local lake and cadaver dogs hit on both spots, but no remains or evidence was recovered. Mm -hmm. It was maddening for Crystal's parents not to get any answers, but they never lost hope. Crystal's father was relentless. He kept notes and cataloged all the evidence, every single tip, every, everything. It was his life's mission from the day his daughter disappeared. He was not going to give up until Crystal's remains were found and her killer was brought to justice, but he never got the chance. Oh, did he die? Well, on an early morning on family land that he hunted on every year that he was out hunting with his grandson, Crystal's son, he was shot and killed. This was not random. Wait. There is evidence that whoever somebody was, killed him while he was hunting on his own property. Yes. yes. And nobody knows who it is. Nobody knows who it is, right? In quotation. No, nobody knows who it is. There's evidence that 
The shooter moved and cut branches to conceal himself and his vantage point during the execution. It's, and it's like it Kevin. obviously it's, would have been someone who was familiar with this, the land. where this man hunted. Yeah. yeah. Like, say, his former almost son-in-law. Yeah. And Allegedly, he does right? it in front of Eli. Crystal's son. No, not oh, Crystal's older one. son. But still... How tragic is that? I mean, they're heartless. The grandson had to call in his, he just watched his grandfather get shot and killed after his mother is gone. It's terrible. Okay. So this is the part of the story that that you think that like you couldn't get like you get bad luck, right? Like your mom died. That's really fucking bad luck. That's as much bad luck as you need. Not being there yeah. when your grandpa, like, is murdered also. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. terrible. Okay, so this is the part of the story that takes us down that conspiracy theory road. So let me oh, explain. No, I love conspiracy theories. Oh, really you're going to love this one. Really okay, so the theory is that Crystal's dad's Tommy was getting close to finding out what happened to his daughter. And that Crystal disappearing was maybe more than just a domestic dispute. Maybe Crystal found out about something dirty that was going on in Bardstown involving Nick and Brooks. Maybe something like drug related. Okay. Now, the theory that something like a drug ring is going on in this little town that was once voted America's most beautiful small town actually had started before Crystal disappeared back in 2003. 13, a police officer named Jason Ellis was coming off his shift and exiting the off-ramp on Bluegrass Parkway, the same highway where Crystal's car was found. Yes. He stopped to move some branches, which appeared to have been planted purposefully on the off-ramp, knowing he would stop to (gasps) move them. And he did. And when he was bent over to move the branches, he was shot and killed. No freaking way. There are so many things alarming about his murder, mostly that it appears that this was an execution of an officer by someone that had direct knowledge nice. of his schedule and route home. Jason also typically worked with a canine partner, but his canine vehicle was being worked oh. on. And so he was driving a regular police cruiser. And so there's also this speculation that the person who did this took the opportunity that Jason was working alone, you know, like to Mm -hmm. their advantage. Police concede that they haven't ruled out that this was some kind of inside job. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Hello, that it would have had anything to do with his personal life In his personal life he was very much beloved he was a married oh, father of two young children god. with lots of friends people really oh my god people really liked him his family said even people he arrested came to his funeral because oh. he was such a genuine guy so the reason there is a conspiracy theory surrounding the case is even though the police say there weren't any cases that he was working on that would have been motivated to retaliate against him, people speculate that somehow he was working with an informant that they think was he was very close to uncovering some drug trafficking operation. And 
Also, by the way, he worked at the same police department as Nick Houck, who, by the way, was off duty the night Hmm. Jason was killed. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Besides the Jason Ellis unsolved murder, which is still not solved, happened in 2013. Mm -hmm. In 2014, Samantha and Kathy Netherland were murdered in their home. Kathy was a 48-year-old special education teacher, and Samantha was her 16-year-old daughter. Their murders also remain unsolved, and they weren't burglarized. They were just found shot multiple times and bludgeoned. Why? No one knows. The tie to the conspiracy theory of the Bardstown murders, I mean, you can see how the theory works with Tommy was getting close to finding out what happened with Crystal. Crystal could have learned something. Crystal's, you know, related to Nick. Nick worked with the police officer, right? But where does the teacher and her daughter? It's a stretch, okay? Because they aren't connected to anyone else that has been killed or the house. So, I mean, it's possible, I suppose, that one or the other of them, you know, stumbled onto something that someone viewed as threatening, but I think it was sadly just a case of completely senseless murders. In the Oxygen series, they get a tip from an inmate who disguises his voice that tells the journalist that the unsolved Netherland murders were just a random act Mm. that was part of a gang initiation. Mm. This inmate that they spoke with also said that what happened to Crystal was her body was moved to a warehouse and then burned down to destroy any evidence. And when they went to the location, this man described it was burned down and it was burned down after Crystal had disappeared. Well, then that's probably it. Dude, I just read today that in Fort Worth, um, which is, you know, right outside of Dallas, that firefighters responded to a fire in a behind a storage unit or something, and they found three bodies being burned. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they like identified one of them, but they don't know the other two. But I mean, I don't know. It's like very strange. It's a Dallas guy that they found and they don't know like what, but they're dismember. They they can't identify the other ones because they're dismembered and burned. And so it's, it is a way to really get rid of somebody. Yeah. You know, sad. It's awful. Yeah. Well, okay. So this person that gave them this tip also said that this warehouse that they found that had burned to ground was being used to store drugs before that. Like it's part of the whole thing. It's like a drug thing. This has to be a drug thing. The whole thing is a drug thing. Okay. Still, it's hard to give a lot of credence to some like random inmate. Yeah. But part of what makes what he had to say more believable to me is he'd been reaching out to the Ballard family and writing them letters saying, you know, this is what I know or whatever. And the people at Oxygen had made arrangements, as the Ballard family had also, too, over the years, made arrangements to come and visit him. But every single time they had a visit scheduled, because you know how you have to, like, put somebody on the books in prison? 
he was moved to another prison. No way. Yeah. So, so this is he an was, inside job. He this was all only inside. able to give... Yeah, it's crazy. So he was only able to give them vague details over the phone. But what he was able to give them did seem to, you know, add up. And I don't know. I'm always so skeptical of these inmates. It's just like. I know, but there were things that like, why? Made sense. Why would. He- How would he know? Yeah. yeah. He's not trying to negotiate well, a deal. Then, like, I like that, right? But it's like, it's all of a sudden you have a conscience. Like, why Why was he in prison? What's his, like, what's his story? Well, we really don't know. Yeah. See, I like to know their story. Like, what's your, why yeah. are you coming in? Maybe forward? he just was like, stole, stole cars or something. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, it could, you know, yeah, there's whatever. some I mean. crimes are worse than others, right? I mean, but if you believe this guy for what it's worth, it sounds like Bardstown has some, you know, dealings with some dirty drug trade that the local law enforcement just doesn't have enough knowledge to penetrate. Or maybe the local law enforcement is part of the drug trade. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not inconceivable that Kevin was part of the situation. Like okay. if he keeps my... getting moved to different prisons, then somebody in the system is part of the conspiracy. Yeah, it's certainly alarming. Yeah, there is something is going on. Okay, side note, I wanted to tell you, I watched the chief of police talk, like all the old news conferences. Yeah. You know, updates are still on like YouTube and stuff. He's pretty hot. <laughs> He's totally your type. He's my type. Okay. You gotta send it. To I'm gonna me. post this. I'm gonna post this picture. Okay. I'm I'm imagining like a Channing Tatum type. It, actually, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think that that's what I'll do a side by side of him and Channing Tatum. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm okay. good. I know. I know my own type. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, so it's just pretty terrible for this small town. I mean, remember, it's only 13,000 people. That's like real small. Yeah. To be now, it's now known for these murders, unsolved murders, because they have gotten a lot of attention at this point. Well, they need to get their shit together and solve these murders. Okay, Tab, you need to ease up on these people like a little, like a little bit. It's not, you know, everyone's fault. Just some dirty cops. Okay, well. Okay. You know, we do okay. uh, elect our sheriff. And true, true story. So let's, true story. Let's elect somebody else. Okay. Well, to these townspeople credit, they are not, they've gotten a lot of attention and they are not making it go away. They are dedicated to solving well, all these good. crimes. And where they is, keep, we're not going to find her, right? She's burned. Not going to find Crystal. <laughs> Okay, they keep signs posted up in town and hold vigils every year for the victims and they welcome press. They are a really committed community. Well, okay, with a few exceptions. What did you reach the out? The Hawks, of course, <laughs> they think this is pretty balls. Okay, and not just the Hawks, like immediate family members. Let me tell you this. Okay, there's a lot of signs up in Bardstown. 
And they say, like, find Crystal. Nick failed a polygraph. Brooks Hauk is the only suspect. Oh. I mean, they're pretty, like, to and the do point. These okay? guys, does the Hauk still live there? And does Brooks still live there? Oh, yeah. They still live oh. there. They're a very prominent family. Oh they God. own a Could lot of properties. If you have, like, a what? billboard that says you did it and, like, you're just driving to work, you're like, oh, there it is. Oh, and that happens. Okay. So one Bardstown resident specifically did not appreciate those signs talking about her boo. That's right. Brooks Hauk managed to get himself another girlfriend after becoming the only suspect in his baby mama murder. That does not surprise guess me. guess what her name is. Guess, it is not guess. Crystal. It is fucking Crystal. And she looks like her too. Oh my God. She better okay, be so like holding bitch. her breath, man. She's like. Seriously. Looking this over her shoulder. had to plead guilty. For what? To theft for taking down all the missing crystal signs. <laughs> okay, she did not have to serve time or pay a fine or anything, really. But she did have to write a letter of apology to Sherry Ballard, Crystal's mother. Well, I'm glad she had to do something. I mean, seriously, it's so pathetic. Okay, and speaking of pathetic... In 2018, Brooks was arrested on charges over roofing shingles at the Lowe's. He did this. Okay, well, let me tell you. He did this four times over an 11-day period. Apparently, he would buy some. And then, you know, like you walk out back. And then he would tell the employee that he had bought a lot more. And so they would load up more in his car. Okay. So his theft case actually went to trial. Like he stole that much fucking roofing. Okay. But he had, you know, he has like a loaded family and he got some hotshot lawyer that argued, hey, it's not Brooks fault that Lowe's employees are incompetent. And in turn, the prosecutor, which I read this in the paper, acknowledged mistakes on behalf of Lowe's, oh my God. but added that, quote, just because someone is letting you take shingles doesn't mean you have the right to do it. Brooks was facing 20 years, oh. which I'm sure would have been oh a little God. satisfying for a whole lot of people. hundred like percent. You know, yes. Like when OJ got locked up totally. for theft. In, we in Las Vegas. Like, yeah. Yes. We were all like, we'll take anything <laughs> what at this he, point, right? OJ went and stole back his own property. And then got got locked up for that. Right. Right. Okay. But Brooks is not OJ. He oh, was acquitted. No way. Damn it. They yeah. didn't pick the right jury. I know. So where Crystal's case stands now is ongoing. In August 2020, so pretty recent, yeah. the FBI announced that they were taking over the Crystal Rogers case. They researched Brooks residence and family properties and they left with boxes of evidence and what they call items of interest. They also searched Crystal's storage unit, which had not been searched before. They conducted over a hundred interviews. At one point, a set of remains were found close but not on the Hauk's property. 
but testing revealed it was not crystals. Who was it? Somebody else. I don't they killed? know. I mean, you know, they always say it was like somebody, a homeless person. Oh, that's, no. Like, I don't know if I believe that. I okay, don't but whatever. believe that. Okay. They just don't know. Okay. So as of September, 2021, the FBI said it was time to take everything they had gathered in Bardstown and go over it with the technology that has progressed over the six years since Crystal's disappearance. Mm -hmm. So I hope they get some answers for all the Bardstown murder victims, family and friends. I mean, there's too many, a couple, too many. Yeah. 13,000 people. There should be no murder. Zero like should not happen. I know. Okay, so now you know, you already knew the rule I broke. I don't I don't like to do unsolved cases. Yeah, why did it's you do so this one? It's so unsatisfying to me. Well, you did um, this one because you think you know who the murderer is. And now he's going to come and get you. You know, I do. And I also am hopeful that the FBI is going to close these no. cases. You know, I think they might, Tab, because, you know, all that cell phone information, that technology. I mean, the FBI is a whole different ballgame when they take it over. They can pinpoint where the F he was. And if they get one piece of information that can show that he wasn't asleep on that fucking farm that night. <laughs> what? Um, he's he's toast. What year was this? This was 2015, and they okay. just collected all this stuff. Also, I read they took a bunch of paperwork. So in the very least, I know they're going to bust his ass for some tax evasion or something. When, and lock him up Al Capone style. Uh, when did they grab all the evidence from his phone and all that? I don't know if they got a search warrant on his phone when, mm-hmm. but I am. I don't I don't know. I'm hopeful it's they just did. And so they can do that, that tracking, you know, like when it pinged here and yeah. that pinged there. They it, the FBI. Yeah. I, they should be able to do that. They should be able so to. So I do. did it because I'm hopeful yeah, that think, because this is ongoing and they're on it right now mm-hmm. that I, we're going to be able to give an update with, you know, some piping hot justice. I think you know, you're right. Crossed. I think you're right. Yeah, okay. let's, you know, we need a we need a win. I know. God. You're right. And okay, but And for Aaron Hobgood. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Oh gee. And tell me, did the dad die? Did Crystal's dad die? Oh yeah, he was shot. Sorry. Are you drunk? Yes. I feel like you're a little drunk tonight. Well, I'm a little tired. It's 1130 at night and I just drink the whole glass of wine. I only have like a teeny tiny bit. Left. It's okay. It's kind of cute. Um, But I'm just trying to track all my thoughts together. But That's yeah. okay. It happens to me all the time. Listen, I just know, don't want to happen to you in a police interview. Well, or maybe I fucking sh- remember. Maybe it should. If I just forget everything, yeah. I'll be fully <laughs> fine. Like, I'll be like. And Brooks, you know, who, right. you know who that reminded me? The first the first name of Brooks reminds me of is um, Vicky's boyfriend. Remember? Oh, my God. He's a slime ball, too. That's why I knew when you were like, his name is Brooks. I was like, oh, Brooks, total liar. Shit. 
Brooks faked cancer on now like 10 people are gonna write us and go like I named my child Brooks and he's the best boy ever I have one of those my kids on the honor roll stickers (laughs) on my car (laughs) are we gonna get one of those honor roll stickers (laughs) (laughs) neither neither of us are I've already got I got yesterday you might get one yeah for one kid but one I'm three for three but on the like no chance of the honor roll. I got I got today or yesterday, I got three different uh notices from three different teachers. My kid has like only three teachers uh at the special school. And I got a note from each of them. Yeah. About how naughty he was. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like he's Listen. not getting on the honor roll. Unfortunately, I just got down with two out of three IEPs and, you know, they start you off with like everything. That's great. Your child (laughs) has a bright personality. (laughs) And you're like, cut to the chase. I know. You're tell me why we're here. I just I got a podcast to write. (laughs) (laughs) At least it was Zoom. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I have parent teacher conference next week and I'm just holding my breath also yeah yeah just take your CBD oh my god let me tell you something (laughs) about that yeah (laughs) okay I am a wreck at tennis when I play matches like I have so much anxiety I shake Gretchen I've told you this before yes and so I have been taking the feels mints yeah. right before. And I am not joking you. It 100% works. So one of my tennis team. Cool as a cucumber? I'm cool as a cucumber. I freaking Shoot. won today 6360. Okay. Uh, I also gave it to two of my teammates today because I was like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> And so you're going to get busted. Uh, like, oh, my God, that's so funny that you say that. Giving athletic enhancement drugs. That's what Sally said. She was like, this is kind of like um, enhancing. What is it called? Like, I don't know. Enhancing drugs. Sports enhancing drugs. Athletic enhancing Mm -hmm. drugs. It really is. But like in an opposite way, I guess. It's not making out muscles. The next scandal. I only take tennis. By the way, so I only take half a mint because I did oh take God, like I did take a whole mint before. And then and you were too good. Yes, I was too like I was like whoop bloop. <laughs> I just I didn't have enough stamina. Um, but the mm-hmm. whole like half a mint. And this is not they're not paying me for this plug, by the way. Like, they probably don't even want us anymore. <laughs> Why? We're good podcast. Okay. But it really is good. So I'm buying a whole nother pack of the mints. The mints is the best. Wait. Yeah. That's where I think you go. It's feels okay. F-E-A-L-S. Uh, I think we have a code HTC. I have them right here. Oh my Legit. God. We're like Holy on shit. shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gretchen just did a vlog on YouTube if you want to see like a legit commercial. Yeah. Legit. Okay. We do have one. We got to take it down a notch tab because we do have one piece of business. We got to, we got to talk about business. 
business. Okay. I got a request from a listener. Mm-hmm. And she just tagged it's, us on her Instagram, but it's not letting yeah, me, it's not yeah, letting me I mean, repost. With so much, you know, missing person shit in our head. Hello, Gabby Petito and all of that. I mean, of course, I mean, we're happy to do this. Yeah. So, um, this is regarding Jessica McCraney. She is 33 years old. Jessica and baby Ava, eight months, have been missing since Monday, September 20th, around midnight, when Jessica left home in Gulfport, Mississippi. She did not take her wallet, cell phone, unsure if she had any baby supplies. She's driving a white Jeep Patriot with tag. H-A-T-5944. So she was wearing black sweatpants and a white top. If you have any information, I imagine, please call the police department in Gulfport. I am Louisiana. Yeah. I mean, Mississippi. Mississippi. M-I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I, humpback, humpback, I. I to say that. I know. I mean, I have to say it. Sorry. I need more information. Like, why, like, did she get in a fight with her boyfriend or her husband or? I don't know, but I know it's legit because, um, believe it or not, guys, people have sent us shit to talk oh about that is God. not actually happening. By the way, yeah, like a missing person so before. Yeah. That wasn't missing. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, it was like not missing. So I did verify this is actually a local story. Sadly, I mean, there are so so many but I mean, and why wouldn't she take it's str- so stuff? strange that grabby gabby petito i mean it is like really captivating but there are so many missing people that do not get the attention they deserve like she did yeah nobody's talking about this woman and why, and her why baby. are we all talking about this woman well, i mean she's a woman and a baby disappeared just like lacey peterson yeah i mean it's like i don't know i don't know but we should be so you know, I don't know. I hope they find her. I hope yeah. she's fine. It makes Lindsay, me think. Keep us posted, yes, please. But it makes me think she she ran if she left her stuff. Like I'm, I'm just. She wouldn't have left. No, but she wouldn't have left her damn wallet or her cell phone. But where did she leave that? I don't know. See, I, like some. She left her home. I know. She wouldn't have left her wallet and her cell phone, and taken the baby. No, something, something, something is not right. Something's not right. Something's not right. Like, did she get pissed at the husband and be like, fuck you. I'm out of here. Take some cash and be like, go get a burner phone. Like, you're not going to find me anymore. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I hope she's safe. So anyways, if you find her on the lookout for mom, eight month old baby, white Jeep Patriot. Okay. Okay. Mississippi tag. Mississippi. Got it. That's right. Okay. Do we have any more business? Today, we don't have any business. She's too drunk to remember. That's the truth. (laughs) Hold on one second. (laughs) She's looking kilted or into it. I think that's all. That's all? (laughs) Okay. If you guys would like to give us a uh, review, we would love that on Apple Podcasts. If you want to listen to more of us, we do a weekly episode every week on patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. 
Once a month, Gretchen does a bonus crime. The other three times, we just shoot the shit and talk about crimes that are happening on the daily. Be it a husband not enjoying the lasagna (laughs) or what's going on in the world. Yeah. And you can follow us on Housewives of True Crime Group on Facebook. That's where there's a lot of action. We also are on just a regular Facebook page that's public, Housewives of True Crime, and then Housewives. We have a YouTube channel. We do have a YouTube channel. It's called HWTC. Follow us there. Please. 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 We beg you. Okay. Thank you. Um, And I think that's all. Clink. Clinkity clink. Cheers, by the way. Here. Can we cheers to each other? Put it on the other side, lady. You see on the side. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, to this corner. Okay, bye. I did it. Bye. Hi, Gretchen and Tab fans. The ladies think that you might be looking for more true crime content. And I am here to tell you all about my show, Military Murder. I am Margot, and on my weekly show, I discuss murders that occur around the world at the hands of soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines, and sometimes even veterans. Because have you ever realized how many serial killers have military backgrounds? Think Golden State Killer, Israel Keys, Jeffrey Dahmer. I pull back the curtain on military true crime cases that if they would have gotten the national media attention they deserved, they would have rocked the country because the facts are so bizarre that they will have you wondering, how did these people even get into the military? I cover it all. Little known cases, serial killers, mass murderers. So long as there's a military connection, you will hear about it on my show. New episodes come out every Monday. And with over 90 episodes in the library, there is plenty of content for you to binge. Now go on, subscribe and listen to Military Murder. Clink, clink.